At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is the DC CityCast with Frank Hanrahan. Presented by Bet Rivers. Monday edition DC CityCast presented by our good friends at Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Frank Hanrahan from Beeson. How was your weekend? You do all right? Uh, I like this weather. Digging it. It's not bad. I heard a, a weather forecaster say feels like fall. I don't know about that just quite yet. But fall could be in the air. That means fall and football season is almost here. Commanders chatter. We'll get into that. Didn't cover the spread. You're done. It's a big fat loser for yours truly on Saturday. I think it closed at Bet River Sportsbook uh, minus two and a half, something like that. And they lose outright to the Carolina Panthers. We'll get some initial thoughts on how the team looked, how the uniforms looked. For some reason, I thought, and I got mixed up, it's because they're going to wear the burgundy tops in the first game uh, against Jacksonville. The preseason, they went with the all-whites. Oh, my God. And look, I've been a steadfast non-supporter of all-white uniforms for many years. I will continue to say that. Uh, I thought the uniforms were, were pretty bad. That's just me. It's just my eyes. It's just my opinion. Don't get, don't go crazy. It's all right. Okay. Don't be upset because it's my opinion. I'm just telling you. The fight song deal. We'll get into that and we'll get into Carson Wentz, how he looked. Uh, I think serviceable. Looks pretty good. He looked like Carson Wentz. Uh, didn't make any bad decisions, albeit it is just the preseason. 
So we'll chat commanders. We got the Nationals, losers of two of three against the San Diego Padres. I was thinking of folks on Saturday, if you had the Padres ticket at Bet River Sportsbook, I wasn't sure exactly what the line was, but I knew they were big favorites. I turned on the game. It was three to nothing. And then in an instant, boom, 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 homer, homer. And then uh, they thought they had somebody out of the plate. And before you knew it, the Nationals were ahead after being down three zip. And they hold on, 4-3 victory. That was on Saturday. And then it goes right back to no offense uh, yesterday as the Padres and Juan Soto uh, get out of town with a victory. The strange thing about this series, and locally this is where they have to be like, good Lord, we need to have local TV for all the games. Friday night's game, the return of Juan Soto, which I was curious to see, you were curious to see, D.C. baseball fans were curious to see, was only available on Apple TV. Now, I have Apple TV, but, you know, watching it on a phone or whatever, you can, I don't even know if you can Chromecast it, but it's just not the same. Like, as much as we love technology, there's still some good old-fashioned, old-school things we like, like watching a game on a big screen TV at your house. (laughs) Couldn't do that. And then yesterday's game was on Peacock. Now, again, I have Peacock, but a lot of people don't. So it's like traditional TV, as much as they like branching out, it's also good to have your original route. Ooh, that's good. So we'll get into the Nationals. They get the Cubbies tonight uh, back uh, at Nationals Park. Two bad teams going at it. And then I do want to chat about um, us as a whole and – sports and how we react to games i don't know if you saw this but uh akib talib's brother is wanted for murdering another coach in youth football apparently they get into an argument after a football game peewee football bro and it ends in a death can you imagine that is the response to somebody uh, in an argument over a youth football game. Like, what are we doing here? What are we doing? So we'll, we'll chatter about that because clearly we've got to do something better than the uh, than the ways that we're handling right, stuff right now in sports. It's across the board in sports. Across the board. we got to do better. Because I'm watching a Little League World Series game and they got replay to get things right. Like, my God. So, all coming up here at DC CityCast, presented by our good friends at Bet Rivers Sportsbook. A reminder to get ready to kick off fall and football season with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. Join Bet Rivers on August 17th for Win Total Wednesday. This Wednesday, Players who place a wager on any NFL or NCAA football teams a season win total gets a free $10 BetRivers bet. So head on over to BetRivers.com or download the BetRivers app all season long for the latest odds and unique promotions. BetRivers is your go-to sports book this fall. It's a whole new game presented by Rivers Casino. Portsmouth must be 21. Playable in Virginia only. Gambling problem call 1-888-532-3500. So I took an L on Saturday. I gave out the um, Washington Commanders, and I was going off of the, hey, first game in their new uniforms, which, again, I thought looked just downright dreadful, and new quarterback, they want to make a statement, and, you know, they didn't didn't fall on their face. Their defense still needs work. Um, 
you know, you, you still are waiting for Chase Young to get back there for that defensive line. Like, I didn't even think about that when they fired their defensive line coach. It's like, hey, <laughs> in the defensive line coach's uh, defense, like, I don't have one of my best players right now in camp. Maybe that's why we don't look that great as a unit. So, you know, defense still can't stop anybody on third downs. Um, Carson Wentz looked, uh, you know, for a preseason game, he was fine. His numbers were fine. Didn't make any bad decisions, and we've chatted about that ad nauseum. Cannot make bad decisions. Now, he's not going to make terrible ones in a preseason game when there are literally 10,000 or less people there. Couldn't even give away tickets to this thing. I mean, look, I know I, I'm, I'm sort of getting off topic for a second, but let me just say this. You know, I turned 49 years old yesterday, and I'm thinking of all the things throughout my lifetime. I was an ardent Redskins fan growing up. And just to think, to tell my whatever, when I was the biggest fandom for uh, the Redskins, probably, what, 11, 10, 11? I was 9 or 10 when they won their first Super Bowl. I was 12 when they won their second one. Or no, no, 14 when I, they won their second one. And then 18 when they won their third one in 1991. Now, if you had told me when I was that age, okay, when you're 49 years of age, okay, they're not going to be playing at RFK. I would have understood that. Their nickname's going to be changed. I would have understood that too. But then if you had told me that in the first preseason game with this new nickname, these new uniforms, new tradition, that you'd have less than 10,000 people show up for a preseason game. I know it's just the preseason game. But when I was 11 or 12, I was clamoring to go to a preseason game just to see the pomp, the circumstance, the players, the team, the coach, you name it, maybe some decent football for a half. There was nobody there. And I continue to say I think there's curiosity about the team. I think people want them to do well. But the ownership and the way that they've handled things has pushed so many people to say, you know what, I'm not going to give them my money right now. I don't know what the ratings were for the preseason game. I don't know. I was, you know, I watched it. I'm sure a lot of other people did too. I noticed from Twitter people were watching it. But nobody wants to go support the team in person for the most part. So I was thinking about that, like my 10, 11-year-old self would not believe it for a second that nobody is coming to these games. Wouldn't believe it. You, I mean, it's the downfall is tragic. And I know I'm using the preseason as an example, but still, there was nobody there. And there were a lot of reasons behind that. But again, I still think people are, you know, looking from the outside. They're wondering what's going to happen to this team. Good, bad, indifferent, but they're curious. But they're not going to support this squad, right? And Coach Ron was saying during training camp, we need the fan support. And again, I know it's just the preseason. I understand that. But I don't think anybody's going to show up for the first game (laughs) at this rate. There's going to be a lot of Jacksonville Jaguar fans there on Saturday, uh, the 11th of September. It's got to be painful to the players to come out, even even though it's a preseason, have nobody there to cheer for you. So anyways, that was my little tangent on that. As for uh, Carson Wentz, he uh, held his own. His numbers 
you know, we're at 10 of 13 for 74 yards. He looked like a good, solid Carson Wentz. So that was good to see. Didn't let the moment get too big for him in the preseason. <laughs> Didn't let all the controversy swirling around his uh, interview. It still hasn't boiled over just quite yet, which is amazing in all to itself. And that's another reason why fans, even though some fans are saying, oh, you know, you got to be nice and gentle to a player when you ask questions. For the most part, I think people understood that this is big boy time and questions are going to come at you, even if they're not phrased the best way that you like it to be. Anyway, so Wentz, you know, footwork looked good. His mobility looked good. And then you had Heineke come in four of nine for just 21 yards. They know what they're getting out of car, uh, out of Taylor Heineke. I mean, I guess he may be a little worried that they may say we only need two quarterbacks because Sam Howell was 9 of 16, 145 yards, and he scampered for two touchdowns. Uh, you know, his, his touchdown runs are pretty good. And this is a guy a couple of years ago they were thinking about being a Heisman Trophy candidate. Now his, his team wasn't that great. Carolina struggled his senior year. But you can see why the commanders took a flyer on him with a late-round selection. Or maybe it was fourth or fifth when was he drafted. I don't want to say flyer if he's a fifth-round pick. But you may have, you may have a little uh, backup quarterback um, controversy coming into this. He was a fifth-round pick, 144 overall. He looked pretty good. Again, I know, asterisk, preseason, right? Got to put it out there. But for the preseason, he looked pretty pretty darn good for a rookie. And that uh, young running back out of um, out of Alabama, 6 for 26, 11 yards. Uh, he, he looks like a good selection again. Just one game, but he didn't, he didn't uh, puke all over himself. And uh, the one guy that's got to be worried is uh, Antonio Gibson lost a fumble. That was a big, a big issue with him in the past. And then a fumble in a preseason game, you know, come on, man. So all in all, I'm not, I'm not swayed either way. I'm not like, Hey, they looked fantastic because they didn't. uh, And they didn't look terrible. And this again is why we have training camp, why we have the preseason Start figuring things out. Now, the big one coming up, that's the next big step. They're at Kansas City on Saturday, and that is allegedly going to be the dress rehearsal of the preseason. So now is the time we look at what they do Sunday against a very accomplished Kansas City squad. And let me check out the number for this Saturday. Washington at Kansas City. And the Chiefs are only favored by three and a half at Bet River Sportsbook. Uh, the total has gone up to 42 and a half. If you've noticed, people are scoring now in the preseason. My God. All of these totals that were set so low in the first week or two, I think the um, Washington Commanders was only 36 and a half. Now, it went over late. But it still went over. It doesn't matter how you get there. If it goes over, it goes over. So now we see in the next week, uh, in week two, the total in this one is jacked up to 42 and a half. Commanders at the Chiefs Saturday at 4 o'clock. Commanders plus 140 at Bet River Sportsbook on the money line. Chiefs minus 175 on the money line. Um, yeah. No, no initial thought on this just quite yet, 
But again, keep in mind, this is probably the dress rehearsal for both teams. So initially out of the out of the shoot, you're thinking, well, Kansas City wants to look good. They're the better team. Only three and a half. They are at home. So uh yeah, early lean maybe Kansas City. But again, we got we got several days to dissect and get ready and see if anything shakes out uh before Saturday. And I don't know if you saw this, but I love this quote from Carson Wentz. It just shows you where his mental uh, mental is right now. He said, after this is after the Carolina game, quote, it was good to get out here and not be booed and have some fun, <laughs> Wentz said. It wasn't perfect, but it was good to kind of get our feet wet a little bit offensively. He did lead a touchdown drive with the rookie uh, on a, a little uh, – uh, a uh, little option play, a little handoff, which was nice. Froze the defense, got a touchdown. They were outscored 10-6, to six, the starters. And then under Howell, they scored 15 points in the uh, fourth quarter. I love how they went for two. Although, no, actually I didn't because I was down. Um, I, had, I actually had them at minus one and a half. So I'm hoping, okay, tie it up with a kick. Get a stop, late field goal, we win. But they go for the two-point conversion, they get it. And then the Panthers come down and score late to get the W. Again, preseason, it's in the hind, it's in the rearview mirror. But my initial takeaway is they look pretty reliable. And for the first preseason game, you're not freaking out, which is good. We're not going, oh my God, Carson Wentz looked atrocious. Right? No, we're not doing that at all. Let's see if we say it after week two. But I think the hope is if you're if you're a backer of the Washington Commanders, that you go into the and by the way, no injuries. That was a good thing too. But you want to be going into game one against Jacksonville, feeling pretty confident about yourself. And there was nothing from Saturday to say, oh God, we're in trouble. So that's good. And still at uh, Bed River Sportsbook to make the playoffs. And nothing has changed because of what we saw on Saturday. I'm just putting this out there. To make the playoffs, yes, plus 175 for the Commanders. No, minus 220. Over-under basically is seven and a half wins. <laughs> and I couldn't tell much from Carolina because everything is so vanilla. But... Uh, that's just the season projection right now for the Washington Commanders. And still, we got a long way to go as we get ready for the uh, 2022 NFL season. The uh, Nationals taking on the Cubbies tonight. We'll look back at the Padres' uh, series. And I guess they got this big prospect, first big prospect that they got in that trade with San Diego is going to play tonight. Let's see if that has any impact on what we're going to do with tonight's play. We'll preview the Cubbies and the Nationals. And we'll discuss the the Juan Soto weekend as well. That is straight ahead on the DC CityCast presented by Bet River Sportsbook. I'm Frank Hadran from Vison. Kick off football season with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. All season long, Bet Rivers is your go to sportsbook for all football related content. Check out BetRivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app for the latest odds, unique promotions, player props, and more. Every week, Bet Rivers has unique football specials to help you win big. Cheer on your favorite teams and back your favorite players with Bet Rivers. It's a whole new game. 
Presented by Rivers Casino Portsmouth. Must be 21. Playable in Virginia only. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500. Download, subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcasts. The uh, Nationals uh, host the Chicago Cubs tonight back at Nationals Park. Uh, The Cubs took two of three from the Nats. That was in Chicago a week ago or so. And now they're back at it this time in D.C., and this is actually sort of a, uh, a, a shrinking line. And after the Nationals were such prohibitive underdogs against the Cubs, excuse me, against the Padres, there are actually a small value play tonight against the Cubs. Nats are plus 118. Cubs are minus 139. Nationals bringing up their, uh, they hope, they hope their shortstop of the future. And C.J. Abrams is a guy who came over in the trade with the San Diego Padres for Juan Soto. Quick preview of tonight's game. The underdogs have won four of the Cubs' last five games in this particular instance. Yes, the Nationals are underdogs at home. If we can just bottle up the Nationals from what they did on Saturday night, uh, that would be wonderful. (laughs) But that's so far and few between, and that's why it's very difficult to bet any amount of money on the Nationals who come in at 38-78, and 18-42 at home. Uh, the Cubs not much better, forty-seven and sixty-six, twenty-three and thirty-two away. What happened to the Cubs? Like they just—they were really good, and then it just—that well, sounds familiar. Uh, tonight's pitching matchup: Marcus Stroman, who is three and five, a four-two-zero ERA, has struck out seventy-four batters in seventy-nine in the third innings, faced posed by Josiah Gray of the Nationals, and the key to Josiah Gray is. Uh, stop giving up homers. He's given up 29 homers right up there amongst the league leaders, which is something you don't want to be amongst. Uh, in 112 innings, he's given up 29 homers. He has struck out 127 batters. He's 7-8, and eight, a 4-8-1 ERA. Um, you know, that's, again, if you're going to wager on this game, is it going to be the good Josiah Gray showing up? Or is it going to be the bad one? I don't know. And that's why I am a little hesitant to do any sort of activity with this game. Now, the total tonight is only eight. (laughs) Eight runs. I would lean towards taking the under first game of a series. Two pretty good pitchers, but then you got to risk the long ball and Josiah Gray's ability to be very willing to do that. It was just, what, a couple starts ago he gave up three homers in the first inning. Duh. So if you're going to take the under, you better hope he gets off to a fast start and just be like, all right, keep the ball down, okay? No mistakes over the plate. I love how in baseball it's never just a a good swing. It's always a mistake by the pitcher. Just don't make a mistake over the middle of the plate where it's a perfect strike zone for the hitter. So that'll be my lean tonight. I don't want to touch either of these teams. But I'm going to roll the dice here and hope and think that Josiah Gray is going to get a good outing tonight against Stroman, who's pretty good on his own accord. And we'll go under the eight runs 
in this series opener. What do you think? You with me on this? All right, we're going to go under eight runs tonight in the Nationals-Cubs game. I saw as much as I could of the San Diego Padres in town with Juan Soto, etc. And on Friday, Padres started off the series. They beat the Nationals, but then they get word. And this is another reason probably why the Nationals didn't want to pull the trigger. Not saying that Juan Soto does steroids, but it's just that big risk when you put out the amount of money that they did to Fernando Tatis Jr. I saw some stat like that he's only played in 46% of the games that he's been eligible to play in since 2019. And he got that that big bag a couple years ago, right? The Padres, they gambled. And they said, all right, we'll give this guy all this money right now because he's worth the risk. If we give him all this money now and he signs, we don't have to sign him to an even bigger deal in four to five years. And it's totally blown up in their face. He went one, went from one of the most recognizable superstars in the game to now an 80-game suspended player for using an anabolic steroid, which... I would love it one day for any of these players to say, yep, you got me. Yep, you got me. Some have after the fact, way after the fact, but nobody comes out right away and says, yeah, I was trying to help myself get better. He put out a statement saying that the steroid that he was using was for ringworm. (laughs) And that's why he tested positive. And then I see online, like, there really is no, like, there are other ways to do ringworm. Uh, treatment, not the steroid that that pops up in your piss, right? Just be honest and open and say, you got me. I was an idiot. I'm getting help. But to try the excuse of ringworm and how I, you know, had no idea. I'm terrified. I'm petrified. Nobody believes you, bro. So just admit your fault and move on. And the San Diego Padres ownership, who's pissed off at him, players are pissed off at him. Uh, and they gave him all this money and he's doing nothing. Now he doesn't get that money for 80 games, right? He's suspended without pay. So these big contracts, man, are blowing up in teams' faces. Specifically, when you're not doing the right thing, it's going to even be more magnified. I'm still a little annoyed and very annoyed the Nationals gave up on their best player. Should have kept him, in my opinion. But I understand in the financial approach to these players, the risk that you are taking, the reward that you may or may not get, And I see their side to a degree with an incident like this with Tatis Jr. I guess he was injured on a motorcycle bike prior, and that's why he hadn't played all season long. I don't want to miss that one. So he'd been on the injured list. Had a lot of time on his hands, taking steroids to help his ringworm. And now he's out the rest of this season. And if you're San Diego, this is the reason they brought Juan Soto over. So you could have your big three-headed monster to make a push for the playoffs. And I saw a lot of people saying, oh, burning up my plus uh, 1,200 ticket at Bet Rivers right now because of uh, this news. 
getting Juan Soto made them a much smaller value, still a good value play at plus 1,200. And then Fernando Tatis Jr. tests positive and blows it all up. Not saying they still can't do some damage, but it doesn't help your cause because that's what the San Diego Padres saw. They were like, we're going to have Machado, Soto, and Tatis Jr. And now they're down to two out of three. As for the weekend, it was nice. It was good to see Soto get his due. Nice standing ovation by the crowd. There was a lot of people there yesterday, man. 36,000, which is which is good. And it just shows you. It just shows you how much people appreciated him when he was here in D.C. And he did say he cried when he heard the news. It never was real until it actually happened. Didn't think it was going to happen. Just a very likable baseball player that is no longer a member of the team that we all rooted for. So, um, you know, at least come postseason, we'll be uh, sort of saying, hey, I hope he does well with the San Diego Padres, right? Um, oh, and there's one more thing. I could not believe it. And good on the, um, good on, good on, uh, I think the broadcaster for the Nationals. They played at Nats Park Edwin Diaz's intro music during like a, uh, an inning break. I'm watching the TV going, that that sounds like the, the trumpet song that Edwin Diaz comes in for the Mets. What are they doing? And the announcer said, yeah, I don't think they should be doing that here. <laughs> Good. Good on a local team's broadcaster to, to actually have an opinion and disagree with what the team is doing. Oh, my God. You got to be careful now. (laughs) You got to be careful. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. Anyway, so I thought that was pretty funny. But all in all, good weekend for the Nationals and the Padres. Good to see Juan Soto back. And the the beat goes on. Take it on the Cubs tonight. And I'll take the under eight runs in Josiah Gray. We trust. Bats were silent again yesterday. Uh, they weren't alive until, what, the sixth or seventh inning. They, this guy, Manessis, is uh, is hitting bombs left and right. Journeyman for the Nationals coming in. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with the under eight runs. Pitching duel, let's hope. First pitch at 7.05 tonight. Do want to close out the uh, show with a little reaction to the news that uh, the shooting post-peewee football game Aqib Talib's brother um, wanted in youth coach death. Brother retired NFL cornerback Aqib Talib has been identified by police as a suspect in the shooting death of a coach at a youth football game in Texas. Yakub Talib suspected of the shooting that killed a man. Uh, he was not in custody as of late Sunday. Warrant was issued for his arrest. He's the brother of Aqib Talib, five-time Pro Bowler, who announced his retirement in 20. Uh, Talib was named last month as a contributor for Prime Video's Thursday Night Football. Uh, apparently, there was an argument during the game, and it boiled over into after the game. And that's when apparently the shooting took place. Now, look, I get it. Sports is important. We want to be competitive. But holy God, 
this is so outrageous and beyond belief where a post-game disagreement about peewee football. And apparently, Yakub has turned himself in, by the way. Turned himself in uh, this afternoon. There's apparently video, because everybody has cell phones now. Pulled out a gun, and this is around a crowd of people, too. It wasn't like, you know, in the parking lot. Not saying anything is is, (laughs) the best way to go about committing a crime is this, but the fact that it's on the field. His brother, by the way, was there. And yet, the way to settle an argument over a football game is through gunfire. I mean, the video itself, you don't, I mean, don't, if you want to check it out, but literally it's like arguing with the refs, arguing amongst each other. This is so beyond tragic and so troubling that the emphasis is so important of whatever you're trying to accomplish in sports that it turns to this, right? What a awful, horrific, and pathetic example to set. And it happens all the time. Obviously not, you know, ending in murder, but it's just everywhere. With young kids, parents, coaches, going after officials. Like, it's got to stop, man. It's got to stop. And how how is that going to happen? Like, what is the answer? We got to figure something out because this is just this is atrocious. And it's a great lesson for all of us. Again, I'm not saying any of our arguments, which we shouldn't be doing in the first place, is going to end in gunfire when you go to your next kid's game. But just relax. Cheer on your player. Cheer on your team. And don't get too caught up in being so precise about this and that and got a win and that was a bad call and whatever just happens oh my god i thought i was incredible i just i cannot believe i just can't believe this kind of stuff happens of course i don't want to end on a a negative note and a sad note so we'll get to the uh positive notes uh here again to wrap things up we're gonna take the under eight runs in the cubs and the nationals um yeah, I like that play a lot. Early look is the Chiefs are minus three and a half against the Commanders come Saturday. That may be a uh, a Chiefs play, but we have a, we got a couple days to discuss that as well. Do me a favor, follow me on Twitter at jfrankhanrahan at Beeson Live at Bet Rivers. We'll talk tomorrow. Do a little uh, Nats Cubs recap. Start getting you ready for the Commanders and the Chiefs come Sunday. And I hope the uniforms, whatever they wear this weekend at Kansas City, are better than the ones yesterday. We didn't even get really into the game presentation. We didn't really get into the fight song stuff, which I know people are having a conniption about today. Um, But we said this for many, many months that this organization just can't get right. Can't do it. Don't know how to do it. So tense and stressed out because of the owner that they work for. Um, 
they, they, you know, it's like you panic, you panic, manage, you panic, do stuff, you panic, you ah, we got, huh, huh, or else I'm going to get that email, that text. So much micromanaging, I'm sure that goes on at that place still, still. And you do have to factor that in the way that they run business, the way that they handle people. You still have to factor that in when it comes to this upcoming season. Because at some point, it may be a factor. All right, that's going to do it for today's DC CityCast presented by Bet River Sportsbook. We will chat tomorrow. Frank Handrahan from VEASAN. See ya.